On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to sit down with Brock Mamoser from Frost Buddy. Oh man, we had an amazing conversation around how things go viral, how he was able to have multiple videos in the tens of millions uh, by using a formula that uh, you know we've known for a while that you know is part formula, part magic, <laughs> and how uh, he's been able to scale his business into the eight-figure range and start to take on uh, the giant that is Yeti. You guys will not want to miss this one. If you are a mid-seven-figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now on to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5am to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform, built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off. Now onto today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I am joined by Brock Mamoser from Frost Buddy. Brock, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Another fellow podcast host, somebody who is not afraid of the camera. We're going to be winging it today, guys. We haven't, you know, we haven't gone through my 10 point questions that I like to ask or anything like that. We're just going to be going for it. And I'm just joking. I haven't used uh, <laughs> questions in uh, probably two and a half years. So <laughs> every single episode is winging it, people, just in case you've ever wondered about that. Uh, Brock, for people who don't know anything about you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So, you know, I'm 23 years old, just graduated from Indiana University last May. And so I was a pole vaulter there for five years and graduated from the Kelly School of Business and pretty much, you know, small town Illinois guy. And my brother and I had this great idea back in the day to start, you know, a slim can cooler, basically, you know, kind of a Yeti for slim cans is what we had the great idea of about okay. two years ago. And pretty much, you know, at one point in time, we came across the uh, problem of switching cans and we went to switch to a normal can or a bottle and it didn't work because it just fit White Claws and Trulies and all the Slims. And so that kind of gave us yeah. that light bulb moment of, hey, what if this fit everything? What if it fit cans, bottles, Slims, yeah. all that? And so we you know, came up with this concept of a universal can cooler and 
pretty much I had some experience, you know, going and outsourcing things overseas. And I had done previous ventures that I had, you know, been lucky enough to fail in and learn. And so we, you know, five, six prototypes later, we had this universal can cooler that we called it uh, that fit, you know, all these different cans and bottles. And, you know, I kind of just self-taught myself Facebook ads, Google ads, and e-commerce had never done anything like that. And, you know, sold out of 3,000 universals in about three weeks uh, of launching them on my website. That was really crappy, but (laughs) you know what? The product was good and it spoke for itself. Thank God. And, you know, I'd, I'd say we've pretty much been building the plane as we fly it ever since then. I think we're here about a year and a half later, have been fortunate to do, you know, I think 12 or $13 million in sales now kind of have a 2.0 version. That's just a better version of our original universal and, you know, many more products, but, you know, has been a crazy wild ride that I think neither my brother or I expected. And, you know, it's just fun every day to, you know, meet new people, get to do new things like this. And yeah, I mean, still stay true to my roots though. Of course, you know, faith, family, small town guy at heart, really. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Similar here. I would say the city that we live in, it's uh, Abbotsford. It's called the city in the country. So we're kind of like small town, but you know, in the country, you know, it's uh, a, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I get you, Brock, uh, a little bit, you know, a little, little bit of empathy there. So before we really get into this interview, I just want to say one of the things that excited me the most about this was that so much of your growth has come from TikTok, yeah. right? And that's where a ton of this, this virality has come from. And so I think that people you know, as far as the episodes that get a ton of airtime on here are those ones that are really focused on what's working now in 2022 and not really, you know, I think a lot of people are really upset, right? They're like, my beautiful images (laughs) were working so well on Instagram for so long, and we knew what we were doing. And now we have to change. And now it can't be just based around these beautiful images, which, you know, I'm hearing this from our marketing managers at our brands and, and things have changed, right? So that's what I'm really looking forward to getting into. Before that, Brock, I want to ask you a question. What made you think, what gave you the audacity to think that you could go up against Yeti? Uh, <laughs> I would say, you know, I would say to, you know, add to that question, I would say Yeti and Brewmate at this point is kind of the, t- the two mm. big fish as we like to look at it as. I think a lot of it is, you know, just the beauty of that ignorance was there, right? I don't totally. think we knew enough about the space or e-com to be scared of the big guys and, you know, to be scared that there's two brands that are, you know, one's a hundred plus million, one's five and a half billion, you know? And so I think it was more so we came up with this concept to hold it all in one. And as we got into, as people ask us that question, okay, well, what happens when Yeti comes and does this? Well, for me, it was more so going, well, one, how can we protect it? How can we get the patent going as quickly as possible? So that gave us a little comfort in that. And the 2.0, we didn't patent the 1.0 and it's like, okay, we should patent this 2.0 ASAP. So that was a little protection. And nobody had the patent on that, on 2.0. So no one had the patent on the fully universal could fit all 12 ounce, all 16 ounce. No one had that. And so, so that gave us some comfort. But then also the fact that if you really look at their business model, they make a boatload of money on selling a slim to every to their like they have a huge fan base, right? And so they sell a slim to people, they sell a 12 ounce to people, they sell a 16 ounce to people. And so by them yeah. selling three SKUs, you know, they're making 110, $120 for what ours were selling to the consumer for $30. And so Mm. from a retail standpoint too, retailers like that, they're like, oh, well, people have to buy more because, you know, at the time they didn't do that. And so then there was also that, I guess that aspect of it going, what if they do switch? 
but we kind of cannibalized our own slims. So when we came with the universal, we still had slims. We just destroyed okay. our inventory. Like they couldn't, they wouldn't move. No one bought them. And so yeah. it gave us that knowledge to go, okay, <laughs> how many good giveaway items? Yeah. Which we did do that. And we're like, how many millions upon millions of units of inventory do they have? There's no way that they could completely transform their business model at this point in their business and just destroy no, no, all of no, that no, inventory no. because they have, I don't even yeah. know how much they have, but so that's kind of always given us that confidence to go, you know, I think we can go up against them because disruptive enough and they really can't go back against their, their model that they have grown so big with. Yeah. So that's really that. And just again, the ignorance of just not knowing, like <laughs> we were too far into it to, to stop. Yeah. I love it. Ignorance is incredible sometimes, right? I mean, there's ignorance is yeah. bliss and there's a reason for that because the people who, you know, I called it audacious before, but like there was probably no audacity. It was like, Hey, let's try this thing out. Right. Like, yeah. not like we're going up against them. We're going to, we're going to destroy them. We're going to take over the world. Yeah. Right. No. And I, I, it's I just like, Hey, we just want to make something cool. Yeah. I never <laughs> had a thought of like, Oh, we're going to go destroy Yeti. Like that was never in a million years, my idea. And you know, I still look at them as like coolers really, even though they do sell a bunch of tumblers and yeah, it was more so of a, uh, Hey, I want to learn Facebook ads. I want to learn e-com. This is a good product to get yeah. started in it with. And I had absolutely no idea what it would like what it would become. Honest to God, I just wanted to learn how to do Facebook ads because, you know, two years ago, that was at, like Facebook ads were, you know, obviously it's a different time now, but I, that was how you made your millions. Isn't it a different time? Yeah. Now? Yeah. I mean, that'll be, a, that'll segue into it eventually, but, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to learn. Well, hey, let's let's talk about some of your viral success early on. Walk me through what worked and and how that really helped catapult uh, the business. Yeah, so you know, I guess as any business, we so we started with Facebook video or Facebook ads, right? And so, like you said, images were dead. Images weren't working. And so we were looking at our competitors going, how do these statics, like, they're just using images for their ads, for their posts. We're like, how is it working? But then for us, we're like, it doesn't work at all. And so really early yeah. on, like, I was like, you know, let's just, they're using images. Let's just use videos. Maybe that'll work. And so we made yeah. these videos just demonstrating the product. And I had my friends help me out and demonstrate them. And the first I guess virality was actually Facebook ad with my friend and she just, we were in the backyard and she just basically said like, here's how it fits every size. And I mean, it was crazy. Like, yeah, we're pushing money behind the ads, but the amount of shares, it got to like 5 million views within the summer, like just so fast. And so that was like, okay, videos are definitely our thing. And for yeah. a long time, I... I just want to just stop you there for one second, yeah. because there's a really interesting point with these types of videos, mm -hmm. right? So walk me through the exact anatomy of this video. And then I want to break it down because there is actually a, a formula out there mm -hmm. for how things actually take off. So I, I love just walk me through exactly what what happened in this video, because I think this is what people are really like people who are listening to this right now are desperate for like not desperate, but, but you know, <laughs> really wanting something that is going to actually take off in a viral sort of way. So walk me through what the elements of this video. Yeah. Okay. So for us, like if it's all cans and bottles and we knew that was our selling point. So we're like, we need to showcase that value proposition early. And so I had looked yeah. at different angles and different hooks. Obviously the first three seconds is crucial. So for Anna, Anna's her name. She, I basically said, Hey, just basically say, Hey guys, like I just got my universal 2.0 in the mail today. And so it kind of looked 
UGC almost like looked like a customer, even though yeah. it wasn't. So she's like, Hey guys, I just got my universal 2.0 in the mail today. And I just wanted to show you what it can do. Um, and she's like, you know, it's got a yeah. non-slip bottom. So she kind of went straight into the, straight into the value. It's got a non-slip bottom. Yeah. It's got a really sleek, you know, feel to it. And look at how beautiful this flower is. And then she goes, you know, it fits 12 ounce cans keeps them ice cold all day, switches it out, fits all my slim cans. And that's like where people are usually like, what the heck? How does that work? And we didn't show exactly how the inside works. We just kept it. Oh, good. We good, kept good, the good. curiosity because there is, you know, if you show too much in these ads, like it actually doesn't work. Like the curiosity or the, you know, just the ability to get more engagement because they're like, well, how did that work or how did that fit? So put it in the slim can and then she puts in the bottle. She's like, fits all my glass bottles if I'm wanting to switch it up. And it even fits my 16 ounce cans. And so again, we didn't really show it. And so people are like, how the heck? Like, that's crazy. And then she just goes yeah. like, like, go grab one today because always like we're always ending it with tell them what to do because the customer is just a scrolling zombie yeah. in our eyes. Like just shop now, grab one, etc. That's right. You told me what to do. <laughs> go grab yeah. one. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we did that. And then I had my virtual assistant add a light, happy background music and then had some really like bright text overlay on the bottom of it. That was very okay. color coded with the product. And it wasn't captioning the whole thing like you see on TikToks now. It just every value point that came across, it would really just pop it big, like 12 ounce cans. Cool. Can. So yeah. that was pretty much it. It was a, about a 55 second video, which is actually a little long for what most gurus would tell you. But all of our videos are long and they work. This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now, back to today's episode. I just don't believe any of that stuff. No. Like the 15 versus, like those are the things, those are tactics that like, you know, some person thinks that they developed and whatever. To me, that's like all It's so situational. Because, it depends what your product is. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, so every single consumer only wants to see a 15 second video. Like that's not true for me. Every video I post on LinkedIn that, or sorry, LinkedIn on TikTok that does well from a B2B yeah. standpoint is like two to three minutes long because yeah. people in our industry want to hear a lot of information. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. So the reason why I'm saying that too and, and why I really dislike those kinds of messages and those kinds of, you know, the gurus talking about that kind of stuff. First of all, they need to have something to yeah. say, right? I really believe that marketing is, you know, we, we recently uh, hired somebody at one of our brands who has been nine years out of marketing and he's going to run five of our brands. <laughs> he's going to be running and from a higher sort of situation. And, and one of the big questions that people on my team have had is like, well, how in the world is he going to understand today's landscape? Like, well, marketing psychology has not changed in ever uh, 200 yeah, years. Ever. It doesn't change ever. Yeah. It's people. It does not it's change. Like people would have to change. Exactly. So, so Jonah Berger wrote this awesome book. I've read, I don't even know how many times called contagious. Great book. Uh, not sure if you've read it. I just before, read, Brock, it, just read it when I did 75 hard. So I read it like two months ago. Okay. Awesome. So really interesting. I'm just going to walk through the, the six ways <laughs> that things go viral and then tie it back to this video. 
right? So the six different ways that things go viral. Number one is it has social currency. Number two, there's a trigger, right? So it triggers like a word or a phrase that's associated with the message that helps you trigger to make that sort of connection between your product and something else. A lot of people have done this with Netflix, right? Where it's like, oh, this is the Netflix of marketing. This is the Netflix of whatever, because we all understand how Netflix is laid out and how it works and what it does. Emotion, obviously a great uh, trigger. Public, so something that's actually being built to show practical value and stories. So think about that video now from that perspective, right? And all of the virality that that had around it. It had practical value. It had social currency as well, because you could then share it with the friends that you drink with and let them know like, hey, you don't need two of these. It was telling a story, right? It was very public. Probably not a ton of emotion besides being like, oh, sweet, I don't need this thing anymore. But I, I just want, I want you guys to understand like, this is not because Brock is 23 and he knows what to do on TikTok, right? He actually hit on lots of these points that cause virality. So just, I just want people who are listening to this to understand, like, it's not just because he's young. Yeah. Well, so that's perfect because I actually, I did a podcast talking about those six points of my viral TikTok. Oh, you did? So this is perfect. So this is, I'd (laughs) rather skip, I guess, to my TikTok and get away from this Facebook ad, but this, so my TikTok video that was very similar, but it hit 18 million views in about five days. And we went from 2,000 followers to 200,000 in those five days. Oh my and gosh. Pretty much we're yeah. like, we're trying to get to 250,000 right now. I think we're at like 244, but you know, it, it just catapulted us right on this huge momentum like curve of just TikTok. And at the time we had no idea about these six steps. I had no idea what any of the contagious, you know, I didn't know how things went viral. So I wasn't making it to go viral, but I recently went back and I was like, okay, now that I've read this book, let me watch this video again. Like (laughs) why did it go viral? Like what was so crazy about it? And that's what I think the beautiful thing about TikTok is, is I did the same thing. I was just sitting at my desk right here with my lights behind me. And I was just like, Hey, Hey guys, I'm Brock. And I came up with this universal can cooler. And now this time I showed him how it works. Like I was fully transparent. Oh, okay. So this time I like showed the inside. I was like, it's got these indents that me and my brother designed. And I was like, you can pretty much put in all of these cans and bottles, put them in. And then I basically just, you know, I was like, there you go. Like, I hope that helps because someone had commented to another one of my videos and said, you're not going to show us how it fits all the cans and bottles because I didn't show in that other video. I just kind of told them what it did. And so I was like, oh, okay, well here, you know, again, ignorance. I was just like, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh yeah, I'll show them like whatever. I got 2000 followers. And so I went back and I broke that down and I was like, because it, it took off like immediately. And we probably went from, yeah. you know, we, we, I think we did $15,000 the day before. And then in two days we did $250,000 that day, just from, just from TikTok, <laughs> from one video. Like we, we were like, Oh, 250. Yeah. And we were like, Oh, wow. that used to, God. <laughs> that's incredible. And granted, like our biggest day ever was like 70 grand on like July 4th sale, which is like our, you know, best holiday. And so like, yeah, it was like yeah. on a whole nother, I, our website almost crashed because we had at one point, like, I couldn't even tell you the amount of visitors, but that's another story for TikTok does convert. It's just, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on people saying that it doesn't convert to sales, but I looked back and yeah, you talked about the social currency. Yeah. And so I was looking at it going, yes. Yeah, so there is at a certain time on TikTok, when there gets to be that many likes and comments, it's almost just like a, it's like a snowball rolling down the mountain that people are like, oh, well, like they like it and that's cool. 
And then they kind of look at it going, you know, I could show my friends at the party, like, Hey, look at what this is like. It is kind of that clout factor like that of going, yeah, you yeah. Know, my can cooler is better. Than you. It's such a stupid thing, but it works. Like it really does. And then the trigger, I started to think like, you know, I had a lot of different brands, you know, I had white claw, I had a bush light, like I had, you know, so all of these people that are like, Oh, you know what? I drink that. Like, and the amount of people think about that drink you know, all these different sizes are instantly associated yeah. with like, you know, I could use that at this time. And so it was yeah. just all these factors that like played into it perfectly. The practical value was obviously there. That was the whole video. And then, yeah, I think like yeah. you said, it was really the only thing that was kind of not there was the emotion. And again, I think in that book, it talks about, it, they don't all have to be there. They do, you know, it, it, it's just, no, I think he couple. says something like, like try and hit on three yeah. of them and you'll have gold on your hands. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And so, that's and and so I think you almost hit on all of them. Yeah, it, I looked through and I think it was five. I don't remember what you all said or what they all were, but I think I hit five. And I pretty much, you know, from then on, people started commenting, "Oh, will it fit this? Will it fit that? Will it fit this?" And that's the beauty of TikTok is your fans provide you all the content in the world. So I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll just post videos about, you know, will it fit this? Will it fit a Coors Light? Will it fit a Modelo? Will it fit a Coors Banquet?" And so I do. I did a video on Coors Light. And that next day that had 2 million views and it was just like the simplest video in the entire world, Insane. but like people wanted to know cause they had just seen the other one and they're like, Oh, does it fit? <laughs> so it's like that there's so much curiosity and you know, it didn't matter how long the video was. They just waited to scroll past until I actually showed them if it fit or not. Yeah. Oh, this is brilliant. Brock, I cannot believe we're almost getting to the place where I need to start wrapping this up. Uh, my call to action for people is follow Frost Buddy, right? Follow what Brock is doing because obviously he's he's tapping into something that I think that you guys can also potentially tap into with your brands, right? Brock, I'm going to ask you the question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? <laughs> oh man, my secret to scaling, you know, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. You know, I think for us, it's just test everything. I think my philosophy was, you know, throw as much crap at the wall and see what sticks kind of thing. And with the world of TikTok, if you're wanting to scale on TikTok specifically, that is 100% like hit the angles, try everything you can try and something will work. Like it will, like that's how the nature of TikTok yeah. right now. So it was more so, you know, just test, 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 test everything. When you find the winner, now you go. That's kind yeah. of our philosophy is, you know, just do that. And same thing with scaling Facebook ads, right? Same type of thing. It's just, you know, keep trying everything. And then once you, yeah. once you find those winners, run with them and just run hard, like go yeah. fast and content's king. I mean, I'm posting at least four to five videos a day minimum. So interestingly, people who have listened to this podcast before and just listened to a recent one with uh, John Roman, who is the CEO over at Battlebox, he said legit the exact same thing, okay. <laughs> right? And Battlebox is, you know, in the stage where they're a little bit bigger, yeah. you know, publicly traded company and all that kind of stuff now. But that was the basically the exact same advice that John gave. I, you know, I have the rule and I'm sure lots of you have the rule when you hear something three times, you just go and do it. And guys, this is pretend like I've also said it because <laughs> that is just incredible advice, right? Test, test, test. Exactly. Four videos a day. Awesome. Once you've nailed four, why not six? Exactly. Right. TikTok is not hurting you for posting more. They love this content that yep. goes viral, right? It's not like Instagram. That's the biggest thing that I'm trying to get through. And I feel like I'm screaming this from the rooftops in a kind way, that kind of 
screaming to our marketing managers and our clients and all the people is like, don't treat it like no. Instagram. It's not friggin' Instagram people. No. It is a completely different way of communicating. And don't be scared either. Like do some crazy crap on t- like TikTok will let you do. I ate chicken nuggets yesterday on my TikTok. Like I sell a <laughs> beer koozie. Like I eat chicken nuggets out of my beer koozie. So it's like... <laughs> I would never do that on Instagram, but on TikTok, like people are like, oh, that's funny as hell. <laughs> so it's like, just, yeah. just be wild. Like get out of your, you know, if you're a big company, get out of your corporate mindset, like get out of that polished mindset, be organic yes. and authentic. And like, that is what people want. And that is what TikTok has, you know, really brought out is like originals. And I don't know if you've read that book, but you yeah. know, just be original. If you're original, TikTok will reward you. Yeah, absolutely. Brock, I got three more questions for you here. Yeah. First question for you. Favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Oh, man, that is a, that's a tough one because I do have, you know, I'm going to say two different ones. And one's going to be, you know, for, for my internal team is Slack. Like I live and breathe on Slack as a tool. And yep. then I just actually came across one called Monday.com. And that's pretty much like an organizational tool. I'm really not an organizational, I'm just a big thinker, not detailed, but Monday really helps me like lay out tasks for, you know, myself or employees and just keep it organized. Love it. So I'm a huge Monday user. All three of our companies, biz, bigger business units, we use Monday. A hack that I found for our marketing team, for anybody else using Monday, is I actually put those six ways that things can go viral on every single marketing calendar area so that they have to tell me when they're going to post a video that it has at least one, if not three to five of these elements in it. So a really fun little Monday hack for all of I'm you out there. I'm to ask you more about your Monday app because <laughs> I'm just getting into it. <laughs> oh man, we've got boards upon boards. We've got boards that have boards yeah. that have boards. You know, it's, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's great. Awesome. Second question, favorite podcast or audio book that you're listening to? Oh, well, my favorite podcast, aside from, aside from the Frost Buddy podcast, of course, is probably going to be Real AF, Andy Frisella. I'm a huge Andy Frisella fan. You know, he's probably not filtered at all. But that's what I like. I like it's just very real. And then I would also say audiobook. I'm listening to Steve Jobs audiobook right now. And I think it's really Oh, the Walter Isaacson yes. one? You know, when I go on my walks, I just listen to that and I think it's really interesting just to, you know, get a better understanding of these, you know, big time CEOs and founders of like, you know, what were they different than us? What they do, you know, just different things like that. I there's no need to reinvent the wheel. So I I'm definitely definitely nope. enjoying that nope. audiobook as well. Awesome. I still remember when I listened to that audiobook. I was a house painter <laughs> and it had just come out. I think Steve Jobs is dead at that point when it came out. And it's in a phenomenal, if you have whatever it is, 10 hours. Yeah, it's maybe even longer. It's pretty long. Um, it's really long. Yeah, that is a well worthwhile book. Last question for you, Brock. If you could sit down with anybody, they have to be alive. <laughs> you get an hour with them and you don't get to choose Elon Musk today. <laughs> Who would it be? I would probably say, quite frankly, I'm a huge fan of Grant Cardone. Massive fan. Ah, uh, Grant Cardone. Big cool. thinker. Like, I think if I sat down with an hour for him, I think, honest to God, it would just change my perspective. Like, even as big as I think, I think it would really change my perspective on how much bigger I could be trying to go. Yeah. And he just seems like, seems like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome answer. I've definitely found a lot of value from uh, Grant Cardone over the yeah. years. Definitely in- in- inspired me with real estate investing, yeah. right? Just like realizing like, oh yeah, this is like super simple. Exactly. And great. Yeah. Napkin math. <laughs> that was actually my major was re- real yeah. estate. And I was like, I'm not doing real estate yet, but <laughs> maybe we'll get there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's at some point, Brock, I'll, I'll bet you it'll be yeah. on the roadmap. <laughs> I think so. Hey, thanks so much for coming on, talking TikTok, talking virality. I think this episode's going to get get a lot of plays. So thanks so much for your time. Where can people connect with you and with Frostbuddy? So Frostbuddy would be just frostbuddy.com. Um, you can you can check that out. And obviously on TikTok, Frostbuddy is going to be a great way or Instagram. And then for me personally, yeah. you can either go to, you know, my LinkedIn and just Brock Moser on LinkedIn, or I actually am just starting my, I guess what I would call like business personal accounts. So the Brock, the cool. Brock Moser uh, on Instagram or Twitter would probably yeah. be the best, best as well. Awesome guys. And all of those will be in the show notes. So have a look at the show notes, click the links and that just makes us all happy. Brock, thank you again so much for your time of course, today. Yeah, it was super fun. I appreciate it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at mindful marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month. That's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.